Hi, everybody. Um, so, like all of us here, I would imagine, uh, for most of my life, I've been looking for two things. I've been looking for a sense of belonging, and I've been looking for a sense of purpose. And I think for most of my life, um, I would say my Christian faith has really provided those things for me. So my Christian faith has given me a place where I belong, like it's given me a community. And I also feel like my Christian faith has given me a story that's bigger than myself. Uh, and so a real sense of purpose there. But also, I would imagine, like a lot of us here, I've struggled with my faith quite a lot as well. Um, so there's been aspects of things that I've been taught that I feel very uncomfortable with. But I still have this desire for belonging, and I still have this desire for purpose. And there's still something, I think, that really draws me to Jesus and his message. Now, the passage we're looking at tonight is a passage that I find really quite beautiful, but it's also a passage that I think um, can have some uncomfortable readings. Uh, it's the one where Jesus talks uh, about himself and he describes himself as the true vine, and his followers he describes as branches on that vine. Uh, and we find it in the Gospel of John. Um, it's from chapter 15 in the Gospel of John, and I'll just read it out for us. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vineyard keeper. He removes any of my branches that don't produce fruit, and he trims any branch that produces fruit so that it will produce even more. If you already, you are already trimmed because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. A branch can't produce fruit by itself, but must remain in the vine. Likewise, you can't produce fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me, and I in you, then you will produce much fruit. Without me, you can't do anything. If you don't remain in me, you will be like a branch that is thrown out and dries up. Those branches are gathered up, thrown into a fire, and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask for whatever you want and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified when you produce much fruit, and in this way prove that you are my disciples. So I think in many ways this passage can kind of be quite problematic uh, because it seems really easy to use a passage like this uh, as a way to manipulate people or as a way to scare people into submission. Kind of like going, uh, as a church we say do this and if you don't, well you better watch out because God is going to cut you off and he's going to burn you. And I just think that's, that's a pretty awful way to, to read this passage. Um, it makes me sad that I know that this passage has been read that way, like, many times. Now, the reason I don't read this passage this way, the reason I just can't do that, is because I know whose words these are. These are given to us as the words of Jesus. And I know Jesus. So already in this Gospel, we've seen Jesus act with great kindness towards a Samaritan woman who was an outcast in Jewish eyes. He's healed the sick. He's fed the poor. He's treated with great kindness a woman who was accused of adultery. 
And so we just see over and over and over again, Jesus breaks down barriers and he associates with people that proper society or the religious leaders just sought to exclude. We see over and over again, Jesus step over borders and he includes people that just seem like the wrong types of people. Jesus just seems to lavish people with inclusion. And we see this over and over again. Jesus treats people with grace and kindness and gentleness. And so I find it really hard to read this passage in a way that says, that's like a threatening way. It's threatening us to try and do something. Do this or else. I, I, I can't see Jesus saying it in that way. Uh, I can see the Pharisees saying something like that. But I just can't see Jesus saying something like that because in my understanding, that just goes against everything that Jesus stood for. What I think instead Jesus is saying here is I think Jesus is giving us a vision of the world where he's saying anything that's not built on love will not endure. So we know that people with power exploit the marginalised. Like, we know that. We, we know that's the reality. We know that governments listen to wealthy lobby groups at the expense of just people who need help. We know that there are corporations who sell out their people and who destroy the environment, all in the name of creating value for shareholders. We know these things are real. We know that's part of our world. But what I think Jesus is saying here, he's giving us a vision saying, those branches will not last. Those branches will fail. Those branches will dry up and they'll be used for nothing more than kindling. And I think that's actually something that's really beautiful. That's, that to me is what the message of Jesus is all about. Because I think Jesus personifies and Jesus encapsulates a way of living that I find incredibly beautiful. It's a way of love and it's a way of loving people who we wouldn't even think of loving. It's a way of loving people that we wouldn't even think is worthy of love. That's the way of Jesus. It's a way of service and blessing and pouring yourself out for others. It rejects using power and force and manipulation to get what you want. It advocates a way of looking outside of yourself and looking outside of your own group to the welfare of others. And I think that's incredibly beautiful. And I think that's a message that this world really, really needs. And for me, that message shows me, shows to me that Jesus is a person that I really want to follow. And if the Christian tradition is right, if the tr Christian tradition is correct, Jesus shows us the way of God. Jesus shows us who God is. Jesus shows us a God who loves this world. Jesus shows us a God who would do anything for this world. A God whose home is this world. A God whose people include people who aren't included anywhere. Jesus shows us a God who will do anything for this world. A God who identifies with the downtrodden of this world to the point of suffering the horror of a cross. That's who Jesus shows us God is. That's what the Christian tradition teaches God is. God is love. So for me, without Jesus, I'm lost. Uh, I think Jesus gives me somewhere to belong. 
Jesus gives me something to build my life around. Jesus gives me uh, a sense of purpose. Jesus gives me a place where I can bear fruit. He gives me direction. He gives me the hope that in the fullness of time, everything that isn't built on love will wither up and be no more. And that God's kingdom of mercy and love and reconciliation will flourish all throughout this world. And for me, that's just really been everything. So my hope for us here at Found, wherever you're from and whatever your faith journey is like or whatever your no faith journey is like, my hope for us here at Found is that we can be a community where we all find acceptance and we all find a place where we can flourish. It's my prayer for us at Found to be a community that will bear much fruit of love and grace and acceptance because to me that's just so incredibly beautiful. That's my prayer for us. Amen.